Welcome, Knicks fans, to the Knicks Community Podcast. I'm your host, Aiden. Now, we've all seen what's going on with the outbreak of the coronavirus. Multiple players have tested positive, and the NBA season has been canceled. NBA fans are always asking, what's next? Should the NBA season resume from where we've left off? Should we just jump right into the playoffs? I say no. We do none of those options. I say, yes, we jump right into the playoffs, but before that, we should hold the tournament. For teams that are closer to getting the eighth seed, it should be a regular playoff-style bracket, best of seven series. The team that gets to the finals plays the team that either holds the eighth seed in the west or the eighth seed in the east. Then once we decide the winner of that tournament, then we go straight into playoff basketball. I think that just would be exciting to see as an NBA fan, and I would most certainly enjoy it. Now, the outbreak of this virus has truly made a huge impact to our Knicks. We left off on a pretty solid note with a win against the Hawks. Julius Randle scored 33 points. RJ Barrett with 26 um, I think that Julius Randle, yes, everybody doesn't like him because he gets turnovers and, you know, some people could say he has a low IQ and he's sloppy, but I think consistently he's performed great stat-wise. He has averaged 19 points per game and he he shows up. He shows up consistently. Yes, in the beginning of the season, he struggled in clutch moments, missed a free throw against the Pacers. We've all seen that clip. But I truly think that Julius Randle consistently showed up stat-wise. Along with RJ Barrett. Um, he had he he really showed up in the summer league. He improved after every game. Same with Ignis and Kenny Wooten. We'll get a lot more into those guys later on. But here is a great moment from RJ Barrett from this next season. Do not have to foul. But they need a stop. Five on the 24. Barrett previously an air ball. The drive, the layup. Banks it home. Three-point lead. Leon Rose watching his team. And Mike D'Antoni calls timeout as Barrett ties his career high with 27. R.J. Barrett's game winner versus the Rockets was truly one of the most exciting moments from this Knicks season. Although, in the beginning of the season, R.J. Barrett did struggle, but he found his footing definitely towards the end of the season and right around when, you know, he hit that game winner against the Rockets. And I definitely think he has the potential to be an all-star. You know, we saw how great of a performance he put on in that Rising Stars showcase. Um, And he got the most points out of anyone there. Um, in that game, and in my opinion, deserved to be MVP. But that's a story for a completely other time. Um, But I think that looking at this year's draft and who we should draft this year, I really think we should get a confident scoring point guard. I don't think we're going to be able to rely on Frank Nittalakinia and Alfred Payton, you know, to consistently lead the charge on the offensive end. Um, And that's why I think we should draft LaMelo Ball. Um, I've loved what I've seen from him in Australia, 
and I think that he's a confident shooter. He he his his vision of the court and his passes are very nice. He has a very nice way of seeing the court and really finding the open man very easily. Um, and I'd love to see him and RJ and Mitch on the same team. That'd be awesome. Um, but I think the biggest concern with LaMelo is that if he brings LeVar Ball into the mix, how is the relationship between LeVar and Nick's management going to turn out? Because we all remember back when Lonzo was on the Lakers and Lakers management had a very hard time with LeVar Ball's personality and how to keep that under control. Um, so I really think that would be a problem with Knicks management and Dolan. I mean, could you imagine LeVar Ball versus James Dolan? That would be insane. Also adding to my point about how free agents are always hesitant to come to the Knicks because of all the bad news and the bad press that the Knicks receive, um, and that if LeVar Ball came to the Knicks, there would be so much bad news um, being associated with the team, which I really think would hurt our chances of getting a, a big star, um, which, you know, uh, bad news surrounding the Knicks is obviously could be an arguable factor as to why we lost so badly in free agency last summer. Um, speaking of the draft as well, back to... Um, Back to my uh, original topic as well. Um, we have a lot to be excited for. Uh, we have seven first-round picks for the next four years. Um, and I really think that if we utilize all of those picks, then we can draft young and healthy rookies, develop them into great players like Kenny Wooten, Ignis Brasdakis, R.J. Barrett, Mitchell Robinson, um, Chris Stapps Porzingis when we had him as a rookie, um, and guys like that. I really think that it would make our team really young and hungry for a chance at the championship. And I really think that if we get that part, then step B is obviously to get a star that everybody's been waiting for since the Carmelo era, since the Patrick Ewing era. Um, and I really think that's the really the first step that the Knicks should take in order to succeed in the NBA for future years to come. Also, a Knicks plan to succeed. Talking about the Knicks plans to succeed for the near future. Um, obviously... Coaching comes into play. Um, who's going to replace Mike Miller as our head coach? I'm hearing a lot of talks about Kenny Atkinson and Tom Thibodeau. Um, I personally wouldn't mind either of those guys. Uh, you know, both guys are very familiar with how the Knicks work. Kenny Atkinson was, I think, a trainer um, of some sorts when Jeremy Lin was on the team and Lin Sanity. Uh, we can get into Lin Sanity a lot more in future episodes. Um, but Kenny Atkinson definitely knows how the Knicks operate um, in that regards. Also, Tom Thibodeau was a, I think, a defensive assistant coach when um, Van Gundy was our 
head coach back in like the late 90s. So he definitely is familiar with how the Knicks work. Um, and I, I've loved what I've seen from both of them coaching-wise. Um, you know, Kenny Atkinson bringing the Nets to the, I'd say, I think it was the first round of the playoffs when it was Brooklyn versus Philly. Um, I loved what I saw from that team and what how Kenny really took charge and really brought them that far. Um, I loved seeing that series and Jared Dudley and first Ben Simmons. That was very entertaining to watch. Um, and I also loved what I've seen from Tom Thibodeau when he was coaching, you know, prime Derrick Rose, uh, back in Chicago. I loved what I saw from both of those guys, uh, coaching wise, but a coach who I didn't really like was obviously Dave Fisdale. Um, I really think that he really was sloppy in rotations. I think that he didn't utilize the young players enough. Um, players such as Mitchell Robinson, Kevin Knox, Frank Nelakina, RJ Barrett, all those guys. You know, he would keep guys like Julius Randle in there for like 30 plus minutes um, and yet take young guys out every five minutes um, and really not giving them the experience and the opportunities that they needed to take in in order to become successful players in the NBA. Now, which is why I was very happy to see him gone and Mike Miller took over. Um, you know, Mike Miller did not change anything with the rotations, but the players looked like they had more of a purpose and an intensity to win more games. Um, and yes, I know every single year Knicks fans complain and they're always like, oh, but why are we winning why are we winning all these games we should be tanking or no why did we win this game it's going to just hurt our chances of getting the first pick in the draft well newsflash Knicks fans we all saw last year in last year's draft lottery when the Pelicans got the first pick at that time they were a team not looking to tank they finished with a record of 33 and 49 last year um and you know the Knicks were specifically looking to tank and since that happened, now it doesn't matter if a team's trying to tank. A team that maybe wasn't trying to tank, but is was still capable of getting the first pick in the draft, um, can easily get it and without even having to tank. So tanking does not matter at all in, in regards to getting the first pick of the NBA draft. Um, and we all saw that with Zion going to the Pelicans. So I really think that Knicks fans need to stop worrying or complaining, I should say, when by um, them saying, oh, we should keep tanking, and if we win games, that's going to hurt more of our chances of getting the first pick because obviously we've seen with the Pelicans that obviously that's not the case. Um, but overall, I think I'd say this season was not the worst season I've ever seen, but certainly not the best. Um, I think that our young guys really show a good look and a good promise for our future, um, especially when, you know, we got Ignis Brasdikis, 
scoring 30 points in the summer league and now is or I sh- should I I should say was the leading scorer of our G League team um especially guys like Kenny Wooten uh he's a he's a defensive machine um and I really wish we got to see more of Ignis and Kenny on the main roster um I I just really think again they should have called them up immediately after the summer league um but yeah I really think that the Knicks' next steps have to be draft lottery plus all of those first-round picks like I, I talked about, getting the proper improvements that they need to get at specific positions, like a scoring point guard in LaMelo Ball, and really just selecting good and young and healthy rookies and developing them into great Knicks players for many years to come. If you guys enjoyed today's episode and want to see more, please message me with any topics or questions that you'd like me to discuss on Instagram or Twitter at Nick's Community. Now, I'm thinking these next couple episodes are going to focus more on Nick's history, Nick's nostalgia. Thanks guys for listening and hope you guys enjoyed. See ya.